This is The Takeaway. I'm John Hockenberry. First, it was Goldman Sachs this week with a report of $3.44 billion in revenue. Uh, now today, Bank of America reports $2.42 billion in profit. We're also getting reports that Citigroup, uh, the huge troubled bank that's been emblematic of all that's wrong in the financial industry, possibly earned $4 billion, although there's some difficulties even measuring what goes on at the huge uh, Citigroup. Mar- joining us now is Marshall Eckblad, banking reporter for Dow Jones Newswire. He's on the line uh, right here in New York. Uh, first of all, Marshall, it's been a banner week for the banks in terms of of year-to-year comparisons, but even the raw numbers show this is serious cash. This is suddenly a business to get into. Yeah, certainly the top-line numbers uh, at most large financial firms coming in uh, have been good. Now, there's something really disturbing to me in in the Goldman number and specifically the Bank of America number. Uh, both companies suggested, I mean, in the case of Goldman, it was record results for underwriting, uh, basically the encouraging of uh, trading and stock. For Bank of America, they also made an enormous amount of money from trading profits. Now, it seems to me that what Bank of America, which received an enormous amount of money from the TARP, uh, the Federal Treasury, did was take low-interest federal money, and trade it up. Well, there have been accusations that the firms have been doing that. Certainly, it's not against the rules. It's important to remember that, I think, uh, banks trading businesses, they don't just trade for the bank itself, but they trade for clients. And with the fall of uh, especially Lehman uh, Brothers and Bear Stearns, there are fewer competitors in the marketplace, and so especially large institutions like pensions and corporations that need to trade stocks and bonds every day, there are fewer places to go. And that's certainly driving up uh, profits at all of the large Wall Street firms. But politically, this suggests that the best business to be in is the hedge fund business, the trading business. It's not in increasing liquidity into the economy and helping mortgage owners and people at the other end of, uh, of this whole economic downturn. There's no doubt that uh, even as trading profits are up, uh, credit problems are still on the rise, um, especially in commercial loans or loans made to businesses. Um, On the other hand, one could argue that because of the higher trading profits, again, from serving, you know, especially clients, that's putting some more money in the pockets of the bank, and that's money that's not coming from the taxpayers this time, and that in turn should encourage some lending down the road. But, but that's, that's the trickle-down right. the trickle theory. I mean, I'm not ascribing that to you necessarily, but I guess on that point, is there any evidence that uh, these profits uh, in, you know, shortened the time whereby uh, Bank of America might repay the $45 billion in bailout funds it's received? Well, there's been a long complaint about, you know, the largest firms, that they are simply too big. And really the way that Bank of America turned a profit in this quarter was by selling a a fairly large chunk of itself. It sold uh, nearly, uh, well, more than $9 billion in businesses and investments, uh, $5 billion of which was – big stake it held in a Chinese construction bank. Um, And in some ways, that's, you know, some people would say that's good news. The banks are getting smaller. And even if they're turning a profit by getting smaller, you know, that certainly helps. uh, That helps get some of them down to size. Well, good news in the banking industry and something to look forward in the next quarter where some uh, mortgage, toxic mortgages may come due and affect earnings for the next quarter. But Marshall Eckblad, thanks so much. Banking reporter for Dow Jones Newswire reporting on Bank of America's $2.42 billion profit.
At Radiolab, we love nothing more than nerding out about science, neuroscience, chemistry. But, but we do also like to get into other kinds of stories. Stories about policing or politics, country music, hockey, sex. Of bugs. <laughs> Regardless of whether we're looking at science or not science, we bring a rigorous curiosity to get you the answers. And hopefully make you see the world anew. Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get your podcasts.